Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Tom Adams here. The post-match show to recap Bayern Munich's 3-2 win over VFL Wolfsburg in what was a very, very dramatic match. But nonetheless, the three points restores Bayern's lead at the top in the Bundesliga table over RB Leipzig to seven points as Leipzig was unable to come away with three points at home against Hoffenheim uh, just under 24 hours ago at the time of recording this episode. Uh, they had a late goal that was ruled out for a handball. Thankfully for Bayern, that meant that both RB Leipzig and Hoffenheim had to share the points, and the three points today in Wolfsburg sees us go, as I mentioned, seven points clear of our rivals in the Bundesliga table. And just to run through the scoring, Jamal Musiala opened it up in the 15th minute with a finely taken shot, took a slightly fortuitous deflection, but nonetheless, you can't deny Musiala's clever, crafty footwork in a tight space after he'd been found by Alfonso Davies inside of Wolfsburg's box. Um, in the 37th minute, I apologize, actually, <laughs> got a little bit mixed up there, but the second goal came by virtue of Eric Maxim Chopomotang, who scored his third goal in as many matches. Remember, he scored in both legs against Paris Saint-Germain. Uncharacteristic mistake from Cohn Castiles, as he had just dropped uh, a cross that he seemed to have complete control on from David Alaba, and it fell right to the feet of Chopomotang, who capitalized on the mistake and made it 2-0 Bayern inside of the first 25 minutes. Uh, and then, less, or I should say, just about 10 minutes later, it was an uncharacteristic mistake from Thomas Muller, who played a poor pass uh, that Schlager had intercepted and found Walt Weghorst. Wolfsburg found a way back into the game. And just when you thought Wolfsburg was really going to put Bayern in a lot of difficult situations and perhaps get a second, Musiala popped up with his second goal of the match with a brilliant towering header after a cross from Thomas Muller, who found his 17th assist of the season in the Bundesliga. Second half, uh, a little bit of a different story. I thought Wolfsburg came out very strong. Maximan Philipp scored in the 54th minute to make things a lot more uncomfortable for Bayern and make it 3-2 with a finely taken effort off of a cross. There was absolutely nothing Manuel Neuer could do for that. But in the end, despite having more chances for either side, this game could have very easily finished uh, by a much higher margin, more goals from both sides. It was 3-2. Bayern picked up the three points, which was absolutely vital for them especially the you know with all of the injuries that we have to the squad getting knocked out of the Champions League uh, against Paris Saint-Germain with such a short-handed list of players to choose from for Hansi Flick this was a massive three points and we could be boosted by next week potentially having Robert Lewandowski back if he's uh, ready to go if his um, um, excuse me next weekend not the midweek matches but potentially could be ready to go so all things considered wasn't the best performance by any stretch. This Wolfsburg team has been very resolute and resilient this season. They've been one of the surprise packages across the entire league this season. Oliver Glasner has done a fantastic job this season, perhaps slightly benefited by getting knocked out of the Europa League a little bit early so they don't have as much fixture congestion as Bayern Munich has the exact opposite problem. I believe uh, Phil Bonney during the commentary for this one had said uh, that Bayern had played either six or seven more matches total uh, than Wolfsburg this season, so that kind of tells the story of how fatigued and how tired they are, and probably uh, a big part of the reason why so many injuries are popping up. Uh, but just you know, a few things that I wanted to to look at from this game, from a sort of tactical and analytical analytical perspective, to get an idea on you know why we saw what we saw. I just one of the things I always notice, you know, I know Hansi Flick. 
does not have a lot of options uh, in this respect, and you know he doesn't really have a lot of room for too much finagling. But I just always notice the the midfield is just, and I should say the center of midfield is just never the same when it's not Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka. Obviously today we had a back four of Davies, Luca Hernandez, Jerome Boateng, Benjamin Pavar, and it was David Alaba and Joshua Kimmich anchoring the midfield and without discrediting Alaba at all. It's just not the same as when we have the double pivot of Kimmich and Goretzka and uh, Musiala, Muller, and Lira Sané just ahead of them, tucked in behind Chapa Moatang playing as the lone striker. And You know, you, you ask a lot of Thomas Muller when, you know, it's that makeshift midfield with David Alaba and Joshua Kimmich to do a lot of dropping back. Uh, the same for Musiala and Leroy Sané, but just the ebb and flow in the way the midfield works to me is never the same when it's not those two, and I think that that's something that Glasner had done his homework on, knowing that, you know, we don't have that same flow when it's not those two anchoring just in front of our back four, and in particular, I thought he did a fantastic job drilling his players. I highlighted uh, the three players that played just behind Vout Veghorst uh, in Baku, Philip, uh, and Victor, who started uh, obviously, they were all replaced, and it makes sense that those were three of the players that were replaced because they probably tracked the most miles uh, in their legs just ahead of uh, Yannick Gerhardt and Xavier Schlager. Uh, they were replaced by Brekelo, Roussian, and Bialik, I thought, who all came on to great effect for Wolfsburg. But I just really thought that they did a fantastic job of you know, the, the, the pressing. I think anyone who watched this game could say that Wolfsburg employed a, a sporadic press. It wasn't always as intense. It wasn't always as high, but they seemed to pick and choose their moments where they needed to do so. I thought Leroy Sané was one player they caught out a handful of times in possession deep in his own half, you know, with his uh, with his back facing the opposite direction, and he just couldn't get rid of it, and it caused bad situations for Bayern. But I know that the scoreline doesn't exactly tell the story of what I've just been explaining, but you have to remember too, it could have been a much different scenario had Castiles not made that mistake in the 24th minute, you know, gifting uh, Chapo Moetang that goal. So, and likewise, uh, Thomas Muller gifting uh, Veghorst that goal. So it, it could have been a lot different, but I thought Glasner did his homework and had, you know, the right tactics employed, the right setup uh, to do damage to Bayern. But, you know, in the end, we were able to get over the line Thankfully, thanks large in part to a lot of brilliance from Jamal Musiala. You know, had he not uh, had the game that he had today, it could have been a very, very different story. And, you know, thankfully for him, it's sort of nothing to lose as a young kid with the amount of injuries that we have to the squad. You know, there's only a certain expectation on him, and that probably helps, you know, with, with his ceiling as far as how well he does in these matches. You know, uh, no pressure, just go out, nothing to lose. There's, you know, he's had so many good performances just like this in that respect this season. So I was very, very happy to see him. Could have very easily had a hat trick. He had a very good chance uh, about 10 minutes into the second half uh, where he could have bagged the hat trick, but it just wasn't to be. And that's absolutely fine. It was a fantastic colossal shift from hit from him today. Um, yeah, I, I also kind of noticed that this kind of stems back, I guess, to the, the midfield not being what it should be for us. I just I felt that Wolfsburg had way too much joy down the flanks today. You know, there were countless situations on that right flank where crosses were whipped in from either Philip Brecklow when he came on or uh, Babu where where Neuer had to make a very uh, split second decision. You know, do I go for this? Do I see it out for a goal kick? Because there were runners at the far post, and you know Bayern were perhaps a little bit slow in tracking those runners. And 
you know, to me, I don't know if that was, you know, a lack of experience from Musiala or a combination of that uh, and Leroy Sané not tracking back enough and, you know, Alaba getting caught a little too high up the pitch, which I thought did happen on several occasions today. Uh, it just, you know, to me was one of the overwhelming areas where Bayern uh, gave too much freedom to Wolfsburg. There was just too many times that they got free and caused dangerous situations. Uh, but you know, it, it's also, too, it's so hard to kind of say that's the main reason where things went wrong today. I mean, this this team has played so many matches in a short period of time. Like, the the underlying, you know, symptom of all of this is just the fatigue uh, amongst the Bayern squad. I mean, there's no two ways around that. You could tell, especially in the second half, you know, after Philip had scored and made it 3-2, I was really worried that it was just going to be an onslaught of pressure and that Bayern would... Uh, you know, maybe bend but not break, sort of like Real Madrid did against Liverpool in the second leg in the Champions League at Anfield, where I believe Liverpool had, you know, significantly more chances than Real Madrid concede on an average basis in La Liga. You know, I thought it was going to be one of those situations, and I thought that, uh, I personally thought that Hansi Flick would have brought on either Nianzu or Javi Martinez a little bit earlier to try and shore things up at the back, but he didn't actually, and he replaced Musiala with Kingsley Coman, who, uh, you know, I didn't really think brought too too much to proceedings but you know I think he just wanted to add some fresh legs uh, I think Musiala was getting a little bit tired towards the end when he did come off um, so it was the right move from Flick but and, and again I mean just not much to choose from in, in that respect uh, you had Javi, Nianzu, Kingsley Coman uh, and Alexander Nubel as basically uh, the only players on the bench I guess you could say Buonasar but he's hardly featured and then it was uh, Tiago Dantas, Christopher Scott, Josip uh, Stanisic, who actually played well against Union Berlin. I have to give him credit, but we haven't seen much of him. Uh, and Maximilian Zeiser. I mean, that just kind of tells you <laughs> where we're at as far as injuries. And then obviously uh, Serge Gnabry with his positive coronavirus case and having to quarantine. Um, yeah, so all things considered, a massive three points. We can be very, very happy with this. Have to give credit to Oliver Glasner. Um, and the tactics he employed, the substitutions he made, uh, the, the shape that he had, the problems that he was able that he was able to get his side to cause Bayern. Again, I thought uh, Bialik, Jerome Roussillon, Josip Breklow all played a, a very large part when they came on, respectively, um, for Victor and Maximilian Philip and and Baku. Uh, Roussillon even at the end, uh, I believe it was at Boateng, he had gone for a sliding challenge, just completely missed it, fell right to Veghorst. Veghorst played in the through ball right to Roussillon, who was free on goal, kind of had a decision if he could play it right back across goal, went for the shot and thankfully dragged it wide right. And, you know, there was just a lot of those nervy moments at the end. Uh, but thankfully, Bayern was able to hold on and I uh, have to give a, a huge shout-out to Luca Hernandez. I think we all know just how excellent of a match he had in Paris in that second leg against PSG uh, in the 1-0 win, but losing on away goals, 3-3 on aggregate. I mean, I think, personally, that was one of his best performances in a Bayern shirt, if not the best. And, you know, despite conceding the two goals, that the first one, obviously, was a little bit of Muller's fault for that poor pass that he played. Uh, we can argue about who was most responsible for Maximilian Phillips' goal in the 54th minute. I mean, it was so finely taken, but 
Luca Hernandez, that tackle at the end, that in stoppage time that he put in on Mbabo, I mean, he just absolutely put his body on the line, put everything into that challenge, and to me, uh, just typified, you know, the week that he's had for Bayern Munich, and uh, I think he's going to be a big-time player for us as our record signing next season, and I think it should be him that's uh, partnering Dio Upamecano at center back. Uh, so I'm very excited to see that. Hopefully he's all right. He obviously was helped off and replaced by Nianzu. I believe it was in the fifth minute of stoppage time. Uh, so that wasn't the, the best sight to see with the amount of injuries that we already have. We will closely monitor that situation at Bavarian Football Works and you know update you guys as we get information as it becomes available. But hopefully, fingers crossed, he's not out long term because we just absolutely cannot um, afford to have any more injuries to the <laughs> mounting list that we already have. But that to me, as I said, typified you know his fight and his grit and was a massively important challenge. If Mbabu had gotten to that first. You know, Bayern could have been in trouble. So credit to him. Fingers crossed that he's okay. And um, hopefully we get that information as soon as possible. But, yeah, we'll take three points as non-pretty as it was. We'll enjoy this uh, temporary seven-point gap at the top of the table. Uh, and rest, regeneration. Hopefully we can get some players back before our next match, which, as I said, is midweek this week on Tuesday at the Allianz Arena against Bayer Leverkusen because we know... Uh, that that's going to be a difficult one because last time out against Leverkusen, we left it late, that late Robert Lewandowski goal uh, to squeeze the three points at the Bay Arena. So not a lot of time to rest, but I'm sure Hansi Flick will give a majority of the squad some time off uh, before preparations for uh, the Leverkusen match begin. So that's going to do it for this post-match episode for Bavarian Podcast Works. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you use to listen to this podcast. Be sure to catch us at, at Bavarian Football Works on Twitter, um, BavarianFootballWorks.com for all your Bayern Munich and Germany updates. Um, until next time, which will probably be uh, a dare ausblick for that match against Leverkusen. Auf Wiedersehen. Thanks for listening.